0: This week on your favorite soap opera, it's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps.
1: Now, here's Dan. Hey, soap fans. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. And you know what? I guess I should also welcome everybody to the first show of March 2012, Yes, that's right, we're back here live this week with a brand new show. And for those of you who have been long-time listeners to Soap Central Live, you'll know that way back when the show was just starting out in 2010, I thought that it might be fun to celebrate my birthday on air with some of our soap friends. I didn't necessarily expect that anyone would take me up on my offer since the show was just starting out, but I have to say that I was so pleased when General Hospital star Jackie Zeman was gracious enough to accept the invitation And I'm just as happy to say that she's back for our third on-air birthday celebration today. If you want to take part in today's show and call in to talk to Jackie, or maybe you're a fellow Pisces and you want to call in to share in some virtual birthday cake, you can do so by calling in toll-free. The number is the same as it is every week. It's 866-472-5788. Again, it's 866-472-5788. It is a toll-free number. You can also, if you want, submit questions and comments via Twitter at Soap Central Live. I'll be checking the Twitter feed throughout the show and I'm going to do my best to read as many of your tweets as possible on air. So you can also do that if for some reason you are too shy to call in and chat with us. Again, I don't know why you would be, but that's another option. So in addition to being my March 6th birthday buddy, Jackie Zeman is a four-time daytime Emmy nominee. And she remains one of the most popular General Hospital performers, even though she isn't seen on screen as often as fans might want. I know that I look forward to this birthday show every year because it means that we'll be able to all have a chance to talk with her. So with that, let's welcome Jackie Zeman. Welcome to Soap Central Live.
0: Dan, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here.
1: Uh, As I said, I I am truly uh, excited to have you here every year. Uh, For folks who don't get to hear what we talk about before the show, I was uh, sort of telling you that. I consider this a standing invitation and that uh, we just sort of have this date the Friday right before our birthdays to sit together here on the air and chat and, uh, you know, see what's going on in the world.
0: And I have to tell you, Dan, I was looking, I've really been looking forward to talking with you. I was so happy when you sent me that tweet about the show. I was like, oh, my gosh, Dan, remember, this is very cool.
1: Okay, so it has been a year since you were last here. Let's, uh, I guess, let's get caught up. Let's find out all of the shenanigans and craziness that Jackie Zeman has been up to since you were here last. I know that uh, there's been some appearances on The Bay. Uh, You've been popping up at some shows that I saw, I guess, in Burbank. So let's get caught up.
0: Okay. Uh, Well, yes, The Bay. You mentioned The Bay, and I'm glad you did because I'm loving working on that show. Um, for the people that aren't familiar, if you're listening, it's thebaytheseries.com. Uh, it's an indie soap, and it's internet, and it's absolutely fabulous. It's um, you know, it's the new way I think, because people are um, you know, as you know, a lot mm-hmm. of the soaps have been canceled, and it's been you know that fight for airtime has gotten brutal out there on on TV. So, and I think a lot of people are. I think we're all getting kind of, uh, spoiled in that we have control of our time now and that we can go to the, you know, computer or go to the internet at our own convenience to follow our passion. So The yeah. Bay is fabulous people, wonderful storylines. Gregory J. Martin is amazing. He's the, he's the head writer, producer, director, and I am lucky to be playing Sophia Madison, the mayor's wife. And uh, Nicholas Coster is Jack, my husband, the mayor, and oh, my gosh, do we have fun.
1: (laughs) Well, you mentioned uh, the fact that this is sort of the next generation of of what soap fans are turning to as they take away our soaps from the air. And, in fact, the Bay just won the Fans' Choice Award at the Indie Soap Awards, the third annual Indie Soap Awards that were uh, held last month. So, obviously, uh, Gregory is doing amazing stuff, and it's resonating with the fans.
0: Well, he is doing amazing, and I have to tell you because, as you know, you start out on Internet, and it's not the same, you know, kind of audience, although I have to say the audience on the Bay has grown very, very fast, and there are, thank God, you know, to win those kind of awards, you've got to have a lot of people that are that are watching, so that's a wonderful thing. But there's also not the same kind of money with regard to marketing and advertising and all of the, you know uh what we were all and have been used to in working in television for all these years. So Gregory kind of just stepped up and said he had this vision and he said I'm going to create something uh, because he loves the medium. He's a he's you know he's a wonderful writer, he's a wonderful director, his a lot of his um experiences in film and he said okay, I'm going to put out there what I know how to do and what I love and he literally got on the phone and he started calling you know people like myself and Tristan Rogers and Mary Beth and Evans and just you know a lot of people that have worked in in daytime over the years who are really really talented really wonderful and we all kind of jumped on the bandwagon together and said yeah let's do this because because we loved the fact that we could be working and doing scenes and feeling like we're in rap and and getting to do something
1: that's creatively exciting. Let me ask about that. After having been on televised, network-based soap operas, this is sort of a new frontier. Do you find that there's more, uh, more of an ability to sort of do... I'm trying to be politically correct with this. <laughs> Let's just say, is there more freedom to do what you guys really want to with these series on the Internet as opposed to television?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, I can't I can't speak for Gregory, you know, since I'm not the writer. But I do know the television end very well, having been involved for, you know, a gazillion years. And what has happened um, in the past decade on television, particularly with the soaps, is that a lot of it um, has gotten to the point where it was network directed, it was focus group directed, and maybe that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it, you know, when a head writer is given the ability to write what he he or she wants to write, and an executive producer is able to put together a show, you know, have a vision and get the people and get the story and get the things they want, creatively, I think you end up with something that's that resonates with the audience um, in their heart. And to me, that's what daytime has always been all about. You know, there's an allegiance that the daytime audience has with the shows that they love. People become very possessed, you know, my show, my story, my people. And, and once a person is attached to a soap opera and loves it and grows up watching it and their kids watch it and their mother watches it and their friends watch it, it, it becomes part of the family. And so I think if you have a group put together and they're able to, to put the kind of storylines on the air that people want to see that have, a, that have a resonance with their heart and soul, you come out with something that is really has great value.
1: Well, transitioning a little bit, uh, sort of out of order, I guess it may be the way I, I wanted to talk. Uh, a couple of days ago, maybe about a week or so ago, you actually posted on Twitter that Frank Valentini and Ron Carlavati have re-energized GH. That was one of your tweets. Uh, do you think that, I mean, that's that's something that fans love. They love to see that there's a passion. They love to see that that someone else is maybe as excited about their soaps as they are. And certainly seeing someone who's been on the show say that, means a lot to them. So what is it about GH that's got you excited?
0: You know what, I when I heard I hadn't watched GH in a while. And when I heard that you know Frank Valentini and Ron Corvelati were coming on, I tuned in because I specifically wanted to see what they were doing. First of all, this team, they're amazing. You know, they've been in the business, they love the medium, they know what they're doing. You know, they've Look what they did with One Life to Live. I mean, they really understand what soap operas are about. And they really understand what it is that the audience wants to see on the air. And I said to myself, okay, I'm going to turn it on because I wanted, I just wanted to see, I was curious to see what they were going to do. And then I started hearing from friends, you know, because I stayed in touch with some of my friends from, from GH. I started hearing, oh my gosh, they're, they're bringing on characters that I really wanted to see, you know, all of a sudden I heard Finola, Hughes is coming back on, and Tristan Rogers, and, and Emma Sams, and I started hearing, you know, that Rick Springfield. And I said, this I want to see. This I'm going to sit down. <laughs> this is worth an hour of my time every day because I want to see what's going on. And I have to tell you, they are doing fabulous because i 've w- been watching the show now, I actually didn 't see today 's, but I taped it, so I will get to it later <laughs> <laughs> but i 'm loving what they 're doing because it 's like where I was just you know explaining a few minutes ago they understand soap operas and they understand that there's when it comes to soap operas because we have the ability to keep audience as our family for so many years. I think if you utilize that 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 love and that attachment that the family has for the storylines, and you bring people on that the that the audience has been relating to in the past, and you bring that into the future, that means something. I think it has great value, and I the show has just gotten so good every day. The scene, I mean, Jason Patrick's been doing incredible scenes. He's been absolutely wonderful in all that storyline with you know with uh, Rob and getting killed off. And I know I can speak for probably you know. All of the audience to lose Kimberly as Robin is really hard because same thing. She started as a little girl. I mean, she, you know, she's been part of all of our lives forever. But if, and I understand it was her decision that she, she, for whatever reason, you know, is, is moving on to do other things. But if you're going to have to take a character like that off the show, do it with the kind of, you know, the way they're writing the story right now, it's making people feel excited about turning on the show. It's not making people angry feeling like what are they doing to my show? They're getting rid of the, you know, the people I love. They're bringing on, bringing it back and I love that.
1: I think too one of the things that we've heard uh, from fans when they sort of complain about certain things that happen is when for example something happens to a character. Maybe it's it's something good like a wedding or in this situation where it's something uh, bad like a death where there seems to be uh, this uh, just noticeable lack of family members where, you know, someone's getting married, but let's say their mother doesn't show up at the wedding or, uh, I'm sure that's something that you've heard or, uh, certain, certain, certain things like that. And at least this time it seems to be okay. If Robin does have to die, um, you know, at least we've got the entire family back here. That makes it at least a little more palatable, I guess.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, life is life. And soap operas have always mirrored, you know, what is going on in, in real life and how it works. And I think that's one of the reasons why people love them so much. So they want to see it, they want to see it in a reality-based way. And right now, you know, look at what the competition is for soap operas on the air. It's all reality-based. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's these reality shows that are on and it's the, these, you know, talk shows that come on. But it's all really real. So if you're going to have the soap operas in the game, you've got to bring the, the game to the place that people are, you know, bring them what it is that they want to see in what you're producing. And so I, I think they need to be real. I mean, yes, It's entertainment. We want to see great stories and we want to see ideas, but we want to see stuff that will resonate within our heart and soul and make us feel like, wow, I really get that. If that really makes me happy or that really makes me sad or that really makes me, you know, remember the time that that happened to my friend or that happened to me. Mm-hmm. And I think, in, in especially in the hard storylines, you know, like the one they're doing right now with with, with uh, Robin, you know, nobody nobody gets out alive in this life. Bad things, hard things happen to us all the time. But if it's going to go on TV, I think part of the reason why people have always clung to their, to their soaps um, is because there's always that feeling of, oh my God, if, if, if they can get through this, I can get through my hard times too. And so there's hope and there's faith that comes to that. And I think that's one of the, the uh, main you know ingredients in a soap opera that makes people say, hey, this is my show. It makes people love the show, protect the show, want to stay with the show, and they talk about the
1: show. Absolutely, and that's actually one of the missions that when I decided that I was going to do this this weekly radio show was so much about trying to give fans the opportunity to hear what they want and certainly to speak to the stars that they love, and we have someone from Georgia. We have a caller, Ryan from Georgia, who wants to say hello to you, Jackie. Ryan, welcome to Soap Central Live.
0: Hey, uh,
2: thank you very much. Hey, uh, Jackie.
0: Hi, Ryan. Thank you for calling today. What's on your mind?
2: Uh, I wanted to, uh, say this, uh, honor to talk to you. You're actually the, uh, first general hospital star I've ever got to talk to on the phone. Uh, I got to meet, uh, Brendan Bor- uh, Borash and Lisa, uh, Mar- Marrero, uh, a couple years ago, Johnny and, uh, Olivia. But, um uh, whatever happened, uh, well, whatever happened to, uh, Tony? I mean, I know he got killed off on the show, but I mean, how's he, how's he doing in real life now?
0: Oh, I th- well, I think, great, I haven't actually talked to him for a while, but thank you for, you know, for what you've said. He, he, I, oh, Tony you're, Bradwell, you're for those of you who are listening, um, he, the last I heard was, uh, in Texas. For okay. Teaching college for a college professor and oh, having wow. a great life. So oh. I think he's doing very well. I mean, he was on General Hospital for so many years, uh, and his character was so popular. And, of course, they, they killed him off, so there's no chance that he'll come back, which is kind of a shame because it would be wonderful to to be able to see him on the air again because, as, as you just said, you wonder what happened. And, actually, Ryan, I'd be curious myself. If he were going to be on, I'd want to tune in and see what was up with him.
1: Well, thank you so much for calling in, Ryan. Uh, there's another question that has come up a lot, Jackie, and I'm sure you already know what it is without me having to ask it, but I'll ask it anyway. Uh, fans have seen all of these familiar faces returning to the show, and they're wondering when they can expect to see Bobby on screen. And, uh, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily something that you've, you've been approached about, but this is your opportunity to at least... Let everybody know it's uh, sort of give them a message since they they seem to be pulling for you to be back on screen.
0: oh, thank you so much, Dad. you know it, it it's amazing I know it, since I've discovered twitter <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I have so many people have been so actually you know what it makes me feel really good. It makes me feel really happy that people still think of of Bobby as such a part of general hospital. I mean I, I just you know because I love the show I was on the show my whole adult life uh. And I, I, I miss it. I, you know, I'm, I'm excited that it, they're going where they're going and they're doing what they're doing. So I don't know. Um, you know, uh, it would be fun to come back. They haven't invited me yet. Um, I did, you know, talk with Frank Valentini um, on the phone, and he said, uh, you know, let's see if there's some story. Let me talk to Ron, and you know, we would if Bobby were to come back, it would be because there's some story. So, you know, hopefully if they put their heads together, um, they could come up with something that would be, you know, fitting, appropriate, and would be out there. And if that happens, I'll be absolutely thrilled because I can think of, you know, nothing better than to get in the car and drive over and be on GH. (laughs) It would be fabulous.
1: I think that there are many, many listeners out there who are agreeing with you. So those folks who have Twitter, who have Facebook, who have whatever they have, they can certainly... You know, start posting. If this is something that you want to see, if you want to see Bobby back in Port Charles, why not start posting some messages? Get people talking about it. Once you get people talking, you know, that's, that's how, that's how stuff happens. I, I firmly believe in that. So, let's see what, let's see what happens.
0: Well, thanks, Dan. You know you're right. Because nowadays, with technology and with the internet and with Twitter and people putting it out there, I know that when they, You know, the powers that be see that there is a lot of interest. You know, obviously, they're on the air. They want to please the audience. So if they see that the viewers are, you know, asking to see a certain person or story or there's something that they want, obviously, they aim to please. So thank you. That would be absolutely fabulous.
1: Well, something that is maybe less than fabulous is something that is called a surprise. I'm not really a big fan of surprises on me. I love giving people surprises, uh, <laughs> particularly here on the show. I'm told that we have a surprise caller on the line. I have no idea who it is, uh, so let's just get to it. Uh, surprise caller, welcome to Central Live.
3: Happy birthday, Jackie. Happy birthday, Dan. I look forward to this show every three year or er, er, every year, and this is the third year now. So it makes me so happy that Jackie, being one of my all-time favorite GH people, are, is on the show. So I just wanted to uh come across the, and let all the fans know that the people behind you, Dan, um, love the show and love Jackie. And you know, maybe someday for people that don't know about it, we can put Jackie on Soap Central TV on the dot TV channel if they're not familiar with it you have a channel over there also
1: this is my executive producer john uh for those of you out there who are listening or who might want to know what's going on thank you so much and i would love to be able to uh to put jackie on subcentral tv i
3: think that would be amazing
0: oh god thank you so much
3: hey you know, any really we can make fun. it happen, and I, I don't want to take up uh, the time from her and, and all the other fans that, uh, that want to hear what she has to say. I just wanted to wish you both a happy birthday, and again, thank you, Jackie, for coming on for the third straight year, because certainly one of my all-time favorite GH people. Guys, good luck. Take care.
0: Uh, thank you so much. To you, Thanks, too. Thanks,
3: John. Take care. Well, nice. you know, That was
0: like, very nice of him.
1: It really was. You know, I I never know what's going to happen on this show. I like to to rule this with an iron fist, Jackie, but uh, (laughs) apparently that isn't always possible. I guess a surprise every now and again isn't such a bad thing. But while we're talking about surprises, have you ever been uh, surprised with a surprise birthday party? I have.
0: I have a couple of times in my life. And I have to tell you, it's it's the weirdest thing. Were you ever surprised? I mean,
1: twice uh the ones that I can remember for uh, most vividly was for 30 uh a friend of mine took me out to dinner and we sort of were winding through the restaurant and I thought oh wow how ironic there's another one of my friends at a table I'm like well that's weird there's another one of my it took me you know a- Full minute to process why everyone i knew was in one particular room just sitting there uh that's really i can say probably the the only time that i've truly truly been surprised i'm sort of inquisitive i sort of can sense when things are sort of askew when someone's asking you oh what are you going to be doing on wednesday at nine o'clock sort of randomly i can sort of sense that things are up but you know, that that's about it. I think people know better than to try to surprise me. <laughs>
0: oh, my goodness. Well, you said you like to surprise other people, but you don't necessarily like it as much for yourself.
1: Absolutely so, true.
0: I loved – I've had four surprise parties, none recently. I mean, none, you know, like this year or last year, but in my lifetime. And what what's the odd thing for me is – and they were, like, you know, pretty big ones, like where there were, like, a lot of people in the room. I didn't realize it was for me. It was a feeling like you walk in and like everybody goes, surprise. And I kind of looked over my shoulder to see who was standing behind me that the party was for. <laughs> oh
1: gosh. It's, it, you know, it's it's funny. I mean, if, if you can really be caught off guard, uh, I mean, I, I guess maybe there's nothing quite like, uh, like that sort of surprise, but I'm, I'm looking over some of the, the famous Pisces traits that they say Pisces have. Uh, one of them is that we like to be somewhat secretive. It says we're vague, which I know everyone who knows me, uh, they call me Captain Vague, so certainly that's true.
0: But I and don't feel like you're vague, at least in knowing you. I mean, I feel like you're very communicative and very, you know, you have great clarity and great focus. So I don't know, what does that mean, vague? Vague?
1: I don't know. Well, you know, I, I guess one of the strange things, which may sort of surprise people, Jackie, is that even though, uh, you know, I'm sort of the face of SoapCentral.com, and here I am on doing a show every week, I really don't like to talk too much about myself in a just a regular everyday environment. I don't particularly find myself all that fascinating. Um, so maybe I guess there are certain aspects of of that secretiveness and sort of that vague. Uh, that I think I can certainly see myself having. Uh, I have no problems doing it. I won't avoid talking about myself, but just don't necessarily feel the need to all the time.
0: Yeah, well, that, that's probably a good thing.
3: <laughs> I hope so. I mean, you no, know,
0: I mean, for anybody. No, but particularly for someone who's in your business. First of all, part of your business is to communicate and be out there. And, you know, you're interviewing and you're busy and you're doing all the time. So naturally, there are times when you 're going to need to conserve your energy just to to be able to you know go in neutral for a while and not be talking I mean some people you know how some people reenergize. some people re-energize when they go out you know they're out in public in a party and that gives them energy other people re-energize when they get there alone their downtime so maybe you're a person are you a person that regenerates regenerates re- well I screwed that one up, <laughs> but you know what i'm saying you do you get rejuvenate yourself by being alone and just taking like a little night of you know not not being out
1: very much so i'm i'm very uh I'm very content to be very low key you know for me. Walking from my house to, uh, we have a, a farmer's market here in Philadelphia. It's called the the Reading Terminal. It's an old uh, sort of train shed that they've converted over the years into a farmer's market. You know, walking to that on a warm spring day, uh, walking through the park, watching you know people playing with their dogs, or walking to my post office box, or or whatever it is, uh, that that solitude, that quiet time is is very much something that I definitely I, I definitely enjoy that, and uh, you know that's something. That doesn't cost any money. So <laughs> even on a day, if if money is tight, you know, take a quick walk through the park, that brings me pleasure. So I'm, I'm glad that I've been able to sort of hold on to that, that I don't need anything crazy or extravagant to sort of, you know, bring that smile to my face to make me feel as though. I'm ready for the next day, ready for the next birthday, whatever it is.
0: Yeah, see, well, Dan, I think that's a great thing. And that's not necessarily that you're being vague or that you're being, you know, secretive or inaccessible. That's just when you're taking care of business, you're you're meeting your needs, you're doing what you need to do, you know, to to have the energy and be out there. And I think it's a wonderful thing that you know yourself well enough to be able to monitor that and do what you have to do to stay happy.
1: You know I do find from from talking to people i, I am very chatty i mean i 'll be in uh, in the target or what have you, and someone will strike up a conversation with me for no really apparent reason uh, it just I guess people feel they could they could talk to me and um, you know i don't i don 't know I think that uh, I do find that surprisingly people don 't really know themselves that well it even goes when I hear people who were talking about dating where, you know, the people have an idea of they think what they want in terms of an ideal nature, you know, I want X, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's best for them. And it's, it's always interesting to see that people don't really have that ability to know what they, they truly need or what they truly feel that they're not in touch with themselves. And to me, that's sort of a foreign concept. And I always sort of cringe uh, when, when I see people are just sort of struggling to figure out their whole life uh, in terms of what, what they want without knowing what they want from life.
0: Well, you know what I've noticed? Yeah, and I've noticed this more as I've gotten you know into the middle-aged chapter of my life. A lot of people never, it's not that they don't know, it's that they've never even thought about it, what hmm. it is that they, that they want or need. You know, and 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 some of that is that um, in just in talking to to other people, uh, some of that is that people don't feel that they don't talk about their dreams and their desires because somewhere deep down inside they're not sure they deserve to have you know all of the the things that they would dream about, so they don't talk about it because they because they don't want to feel like they they're disappointed. And other times, um, I've talked to people who go through it, and I'm guilty of this particular thing myself, we go through chapters in our lives where we can become so busy, and there's so much going on between, you know, I mean, for me, working and kids and running around and husband and home and and trying to please everyone, particularly the people who are people pleasers, which I am uh, guilty of that. We don't... Don't stop to take the time to think of what we need because we, because we always put ourselves on the bottom of the list when it comes to priorities. Yeah. You know, oh, this one needs that, this one needs that, let me take care of everybody. And I think we, women have a tendency to do this, you know, because we're nurturers and because we're scanners and because we want to take care of everybody, to always think of, you know, everybody, and if, and then if there's some time left over, which, you know, when you're in a busy <laughs> chapter of your life, there never is. Of course. <laughs> unless you, unless you Make it, you know you have to control it, and it took me a long time to learn that, and um, once I did learn it, I, you know I realized that you can you can be a lot better and be a lot more and give a lot more when you take the time to really sit down and say hey what is, what is it that I need to be the best person I can be? It makes you um, not less accessible, it makes you more accessible to the people that love
1: you. It's actually, looking over the Pisces traits, that whole passionate and and wanting to you know, give to others first is is considered one of the the hallmarks of being a Pisces, which would be an interesting segue. Uh, we were talking about this a little bit before we went on the air. There's something that we do here. It's called the $250 soap pyramid. Folks who are listening, they will either groan or they will either laugh because it ends up being uh, quite an amusing moment. It's it's a knockoff of the old twenty five thousand dollar pyramid with Dick Clark, smaller budget. Uh, basically, you know, we give you uh, I give you clues, you try to guess who it is. We keep going until time is out, and uh, whether you get them all or not, we still uh, give two hundred fifty dollars to your favorite charity. So I know that you have a lot of different charities that you work with. So I was wondering if there is one in particular that you might want to. Play for today to try to uh, win a little bit of money for your favorite charity
0: absolutely and and, and it 's the Gabriel project, which I think some people might be familiar with you know we bring kids over from from Africa to the United States for life saving heart surgery and i 've been involved with them for over twenty years it 's like twenty two years now and um, it's a it 's a wonderful organization it 's a real small organization and it's it's uh was founded by my friend Mark Melamed, who is a uh, middle school—actually, just retired this year—but a middle school uh, teacher t- uh, teaching sixth and seventh grade. And he started this to get his, you know, middle to teach his middle school students how to get involved and be productive. And they started raising money, and I got involved with them. So yes, so the Gabriel Project. We'll. Play for the Gabriel Project. I'm very excited.
1: <laughs> All right. We also have our own little shortened version of the theme song. It's not the whole theme song. Again, the whole budget thing. Soap fans should be familiar with budget cuts. So let's take a listen to, <laughs> let's take a listen to our little theme song right now. All right. So today's topic is going to be something special, since it is the birthday show. These are going to be famous people who have birthdays on March sixth. Oh. Uh, yeah. Believe it or not, there's a lot of them. Are uh, there? I, okay. Well, apparently so. I guess they... I should
0: probably know this. My mind is racing right now, and I can't think of one.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, sh- well, I-, I don't have all of them. I just have the names in front of uh, on a little card. So we're going to get ready to cue it up if you're ready I'm ready okay I'm ready all, all right and he is a, a famous sculptor who uh, did the, the statue of David oh
0: god I should know this oh my god That's your, uh, Michelangelo yes
1: uh, alright Okay. he is a, a French poet uh, the big nose hid in the bushes and was feeding uh, uh, romantic lines to somebody poet who hid in the
0: bushes
1: We'll, uh, uh, we'll, we'll pass. We'll come back to that okay. one. Um, oh gosh, he was uh, the 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 sidekick for Johnny Carson. He said, "Here's Johnny."
0: Oh god! Oh god! Uh 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 uh. uh. Oh jeez! Uh... Sounds
1: like a, a it sounds like a restaurant that's not Burger King. Kind of. Not really. <laughs> A restaurant that's
0: not Burger King. We'll move
1: on. Well, uh, Chuck yes! McMahon? No, uh, you, you, we say the last name. Ed McMahon. Fine. Ed McMahon, I'm uh,
0: so sorry. Ed McMahon.
1: He was the creator of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Uh, Brad Bell? Uh, close. Just say the last name, we'll be fine.
0: Bell.
1: There you go. Uh, I think we're out of time, but we'll keep going because we're, we have a couple more. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, oh gosh, uh, I'm so sang, names. I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay, she sang, uh, Don't Go break in My Heart, Elton John. Don't Go break in My Heart, Don't Go break in My Heart. Oh,
0: who is that? Um. I tried. <gasps> <laughs> so famous. Oh. You're making this really easy for me, and I'm such a dud, I'm really sorry. <laughs>
1: that's okay. She plays, uh, Bobby on General Hospital. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jackie Zeman last time I looked <laughs>
1: yeah uh, okay uh, he was uh, Meathead on uh, the, the the All in the Family
0: oh Meathead um, oh yeah who was he uh, let's see Sally Struthers was the wife um, oh god Archie Bunker Maureen no oh, Gene Stapleton Maureen Stapleton on uh, Meathead oh gosh what was his name I can see him clear as day. Uh, uh.
1: This is the extended version of the pyramid, but I think we're still out of time. Okay, oh, god! No, so. yeah,
0: I know. It's really long. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> what's his name?
1: Here are the ones that you missed. The French poet with the big nose was Cyrano de Bergerac. Oh, of course. Uh, and the meathead is Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner, of course. Uh, and the Elton John singer was Kiki D., my gosh so apparently there are a lot of people with with birthdays on the march 6th well there you go march
0: 6th and they say you know the march 6th people are very like what is the whole thing oh well the fish we're very fluid in water and you know but we're also supposed to be very flexible and so i would imagine there are a lot of artistic people who were born in march who are pisces because artistic people have a tendency to be you know
1: I would uh, think so, too. Uh, well, we'll get into a little bit about that. But the last part of it, uh, again, you're guaranteed the $250 for the Gabriel Project. And we'll also uh, post the link to their website on Twitter after the show. But okay. this is uh, the last part of it. It's the old match game. I'm going to say something, and there's a blank. And you have to fill in the blank and see if we match. And oh, okay. If I,
0: if I match you.
1: That is correct. Again, okay. you win, honey. Anyway, but we'll just do it for for uh, for pride here. Okay. This, in <laughs> honor of being Pisces, is fish blank. Fish blank. They swim. I had fish sticks. Oh. I can't eat fish because I'm allergic to them. Ironic, I suppose, as a Pisces. But. Uh, so the well, that's
0: interesting is, then that you would think of the edible kind.
1: <laughs> I, it was it was either that or fish food. So I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that neither one of those. Uh, well, like I said, you still win $250 to the Gabriel Project. But we'll make sure they get the money because they do some wonderful work. I know that I think uh, the very first time you were here on the show, you were maybe getting ready to go to a, a function in New York. So I know that folks are familiar with it, but they uh, again, they do some wonderful work, and we'll make sure that we send a link so people know exactly what they can do in case they want to donate some money on their own.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much, Dan. And thank you. That's fabulous.
1: Oh, so after we've done something good here on the show, I've found out that we have yet another surprise caller. Ooh. <laughs> I have no idea who this one is, so we'll just say uh, hello, surprise caller. Welcome to Soap Central Live.
2: Hello, how are you tonight?
1: (laughs) I'm fine. How are you, surprise caller?
2: Do you know who this is?
1: (laughs) I would hope so. Uh, I believe (laughs) that this is Babs. This is my mother. Oh, my
0: goodness. (laughs) Hi, Babs. Hi. Hi. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. You know, I think your son is absolutely fabulous, so I'm sure you are, too.
2: (laughs) Well, thank you. And I think my son is pretty fabulous, too. <laughs>
1: uh, I love when people come on the show and lie. It makes me feel so good. Uh, <laughs> of course, I probably, after she said something nice, I shouldn't say Babs since she does not like that. She prefers to be called Barbara, but Babs is always fun just for, just because he it's just a, says, a. He just know.
0: says that to get me wound up. Oh, and I, you know what? I think it's really great that you listen to the radio show.
2: I, I do. I, I try to listen to it as often as I can. I, I don't always get to listen to it. But I do try, um try to listen to it as often as I can.
0: That's wonderful.
2: It, you must be very he,
0: proud of Dan.
2: I am very, very proud of him. Unbelievably proud.
0: I'm sure you are because he's he's done a great job. He does a great job on the radio, and he's very well loved, and he's very well appreciated by people. And as a mother, I know because I'm a mother too, how good you feel when um, that comes back to you about your about your child.
2: Yes, and I'm always it's always oh you're Dan's mom, you're Dan's mom. You know, it's like that's how anybody knows me is that by Dan's mom. <laughs> so doesn't it, it doesn't, don't
0: you just perk up when that happens? How exciting that yeah. is!
2: Yeah, I do. I do. I I appreciate that. Um, maybe some parent moms would feel offended by that, you know. They only know know um know you by, you know, your son's name or child's name. But um that doesn't bother me at all. I get very I'm very proud when somebody recognizes me as Danny's uh Danny's mom. Dan's That's mom, great. Danny's mom. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, it's the same, I think, with everything. There are some of my neighbors here who I have no idea what their names are, but I know their dog's name. You know, oh, you're, you're, you know, Rover's mom. You're uh, Sparky's dad.
0: So true, isn't it? Well, especially if if you know the animal. I mean, I take a walk in my neighborhood every morning, so it's true. I know all the dogs. I know, like, the people that live in the house. Some of them, I don't know their names, but I know their dog. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I was at a dinner party one night, this is about a year ago, talking and it was like a, a, a big dinner party in a restaurant and there were about, I don't know, 12, 15 people there and there's a man, gentleman sitting across the table from me and his wife was way down the other end of the table and uh, I said, oh, do you have children? And he said, oh, yeah, and he takes out his phone and he shows me a picture of his son. And I said, oh, my God, I know your son. I see your son every day walking around the neighborhood <laughs> with your nanny in the stroller. I see, I see him all the time. So it was really, he goes, oh, that's not our nanny. That's my mother-in-law. Oh. <laughs> but it's really funny what a small world it is when you stop to think about it.
1: Oh, oh absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and speaking of the whole uh, proud thing, I'll return some of it. I'm very excited, Jackie. Well, n- one, that you're on Twitter. That was exciting to see that, that you're becoming more active on Twitter. But my mother has a Kindle, and she is now playing Angry Birds. I'm very excited about this. <laughs>
0: Oh my, well see, I don't know what that is because I actually don't have a Kindle. I'm still like kind of an old fashioned girl because I like to, you know, I, I, I read a lot, but I read books like books, books, real books, you know, paper books, because I like to read in bed. And I read, you know what, I read this thing, um, a few weeks ago, and it said, if, I've never had sleep problems personally, but people that have sleep problems is, sometimes it's because of the blue light. And so don't, They said don't like go on your computer right before it's time to go to bed because Mm -hmm. of the light or the television. So I never have. I don't ever bring my computer like into my bedroom on my bed and I I don't have a TV in my bedroom just because I don't know. I just, I just don't. I'm like when I'm in my room at night, I feel like it's my little sanctuary. But I guess the the way of the world is, has become Kindle now, you know, because everybody is is going in that direction.
2: I think uh, I I I, enjoy
0: it. Yeah, I call uh, it. I used to call it the Dirty Birds. I couldn't remember it was called
2: the <laughs> Angry Birds, and I kept on saying, "Val and Danny, I'm playing the Dirty
0: Birds." And he goes, "Dirty Birds." Well, that's, dirty. that probably gave people a good laugh, huh?
1: Dirty Birds works for me. I actually like Dirty Birds better than Angry Birds. Maybe that'll be the sequel.
0: I love it. <laughs> so, what is it? It's a game.
1: It yeah. is a game. Oh, Jackie, we're going to have to get you. Uh, some sort of, of dirty birds, angry birds. You can play it on the computer. You can play it on your phone. You can play it. I even think they have a board game now for kids where you're, you're doing all kinds of nonsense. Basically, the gist of it is you have these little birds. You pull them back in a slingshot, and they have to beat up the pigs that stole the birds' eggs. And it's, it's, it's a whole – it sounds a lot more complicated than what it is, but apparently it's like the most popular uh, game, downloadable game in the history of gaming.
0: It's wow. very addictive. Wow!
2: wow. I was, yeah, I was playing it last night, and I kind of <laughs> almost
1: forgot that I had I had dinner on the stove. <laughs> uh oh! Well, that's not good. But, but while we're talking I, about I, dinner, <laughs> let's talk about some food here. We we can't have a birthday show without talking about cake. So let's find out what everyone's favorite cake is. I, for birthdays, I love a nice ice cream cake. Uh, it's not necessarily my favorite kind of cake, but. To me, I love a good ice cream cake, and a birthday is, is certainly a good excuse to eat an ice cream cake. So what well, about there, you, Mom? There, Barbara,
0: there you go. I think you got your mission cut out for you.
1: <laughs> Just don't mail it to me.
0: I'd get you so one, well. too, if I were there, but by the time you got one from me, it'd be melted.
1: <laughs> oh, next time I come out to California, we'll have to find I – I don't know if they have Carvel out there. We'll find some sort of ice cream cake and have a cut open a Fudgy the Whale or whatever it is. That'll be I amazing.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
1: So let's, let's, uh, Jackie, what's your favorite kind of birthday cake or just cake in general?
0: I'm a, I'm a dark chocolate girl. I love chocolate. So dark chocolate, I even like dark chocolate brownies. You know, it's cake for birthday cake, Mm -hmm. but it's Mm just a big, hunky, dark chocolate cake with, you know, dark chocolate. all Oh my gosh. Yum, yum, yummy.
1: (laughs) Okay. Mom, what about you?
0: Chocolate cake with peanut butter icing. Ooh. Yummy.
1: I don't think I've ever I, like, heard of... I like
0: that. That's really? Good. That's what I like. Yeah, that's like good.
1: Talked. You know what? Now that's that we're okay. talking about that, I, I do have another weakness. I love... Uh, I don't know what they're called. They're called different things in different parts of the country, but they're chocolate cupcakes with cream cheese in them. And some people put little, little chocolate chips in them. Uh, some people call them like, like a black bottom cupcake, some cream cheese cupcakes, whatever they are. I can eat uh, like a dozen of those in one sitting. Of course, then I'll be sick the next day, but I absolutely love these things. These are, these are my, my weakness in terms of cake.
0: Oh, they're good. They're good, and that's not you know. They're they're not hard to make. It's like it's like a cream cheese icing. You know, you you whip it up with the um, electric blender. It's Mm. so good. Yeah. Well, it's like they. They have those. What were those things when we were young, where they would put the oh, Hostess. um, I think it was Hostess. Where they would put the white cream in the middle of the cupcake, squirt it in.
2: mm Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, so good. So good. Or at least they tasted good. You know, when I was like seven, I'm sure they're still around. (laughs) (laughs) They're
2: probably
1: smaller. Uh, more expensive, and uh, probably just as bad for you as, well, as, as they could be. I mean, we shouldn't be eating all kinds of, of cake. But, you know, it is a birthday month. We can eat as much cake as we want all March long.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Total pleasure.
1: Well, Mom, thank you for calling in and surprising me here on the show. It was nice to talk to you.
0: Well, I'm glad I was able to
2: get a chance to call you and, and wish everybody there a happy well, Wish everybody um, happy birthday there or and out there in Radio Land.
0: <laughs>
2: so I will talk to you later, and um, maybe I'll get to see you maybe tomorrow.
1: Possibly, possibly. Uh, I go home. My grandmother has a birthday on the fourth, so we go and we celebrate all the birthdays. But yes, that uh, count on, that. and I will uh, hopefully see you tomorrow.
2: Okay, I'll talk to you then. Talk to you later.
1: Bye. Bye. Thank you,
2: Barbara. Bye. Bye.
1: Oh, the surprises just keep coming here on Surf Central Live. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I don't think, I think we can't possibly have any more surprises. I don't know any. I don't know that many people, uh, and we're short on time. So hopefully uh, that'll be the end of that. But let me. We were talking a little bit before my mom was there about uh, sort of the fluidity and some of the the the. Art, artistry and and whatnot of of traits for people who are Pisces. So let's go through some of these people that we were talking about. We have Michelangelo. Do you consider yourself to be artistic in the sense of uh, can you draw? Can you paint? Can you can you sculpt? Do you use play doh? <laughs> oh,
0: I, I, I'm to- totally artistic. Uh, when you know when my kids were, I mean, not in a trained way. You know what I mean? Believe me, I wish I were uh, because oh my god, but I love it. When my daughters were young, I was you know, the volunteer arts and crafts teacher at their school uh, and you know would teach the class and bring in art projects and just crafts and things all the time i've done crafts my whole life i, I just love it it relaxes me it makes me happy all kinds of things tile work uh... collages oh, really? needlepoint you know hooking potholders when my kids were young we would make handmade cards uh... I paint, I don't, I'm, I'm not a good, I can't paint portraits, but I paint for fun. You know what I mean? Things that, that you don't need to be a, a fine artist for. I just love it and I love art and I love
1: color. I love art. I'm definitely, uh, an art lover as I look around my office here and see all sorts of, of wonderful colors and fun stuff. Uh, the extent of my artistry, I can draw stick figures. Uh, I can do them really kind of pretty well. I can draw a chicken. <laughs> I can draw a pig. Really good at drawing flies. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> that might be the, that might be the extent of, of that. But I'm looking at the other one with Cerno de Bergerac and thinking about poetry. I enjoy writing. I don't know that uh, it's ironic considering that, you know, a lot of what I do is, is writing now. I don't know that I ever considered myself or that going into something, a field of writing would be a, a career that I would pursue. But I don't know that I can do poetry. I, I do rhyme. I can come up with a rhyme, you know, pretty much at the drop of a hat, but not really, I don't consider myself a poet.
0: Ah, uh, okay. You know, poetry is kind of, um, people who love po. and I enjoy poetry. I can't say that I'm a lover of poetry, because I, I don't read, I don't sit down with a poetry book and spend, you know, a couple hours reading it. Uh, I think that it's a gift to be a great poet. You know, I mean, there's so few in the world that we know of. I mean, you know, that are yeah. really out there. So it's a, it's, it's kind of a specialty, uh, thing. <laughs> you
1: no, know, it is. And I'm thinking now for, for folks who, uh, who are at home, who are listening and they can go on Twitter. I mean, I, I challenge people to name more than one current poet that you can think of i mean i think everybody will come with maya angelou as the first person that comes to mind i can't i can tell you honestly i can't think of anybody else um who i would even put in the same class as her right now
0: yeah she's amazing though absolutely wonderful yeah she's probably the household name huh that most people well because of her books and because you know because so many people have paid money to buy her books and you know listen to what she has to say so uh, that was a that was a good one,
1: though. Well, we have, let's see, we have, uh, we're almost out of time. We have about maybe three minutes a we can left to talk about some things. I noticed, in addition to Kiki D, a singer, of course, it uh, looks like Mary Wilson of the Supremes was born on March 6th. And let's see who else. I'm looking through the, the list of oh, and folks.
0: Such a good
1: company. Uh, so, have to ask, oh. are you a good singer?
0: Oh, me? Oh, gosh, I wish. Let me tell you, in my next <laughs> life, I, I want to come back with a voice because nothing would make me happier to be able to sing. But I'm I'm awful. I'm awful. But I do love it.
1: <laughs> no, there's nothing quite like singing in the car. I think we've, we've talked yeah, about that. Yeah, there you go. With, you know what, Jambi, if,
0: if I, I don't want to run out of time. Can I just – there's two things that I'd like to mention. Absolutely. Well, we run out of time just to let people know, because um, you had asked me earlier what's going on and what's coming up, and I kind of never – we start talking about other things. But um, I'm going to be a chiller. Um, in Parsippany, on April 27th, 28th, and 29th. It's a big uh, collectible show. People, I know thousands of people go, a lot of people know what it is, but Chiller, Parsippany, New Jersey, April 27th, 28th, 29th. And because I'm from New Jersey, so many of my friends have said, oh my God, I'm coming, I'm going to see you. You know, it's close to New York, so please, anybody that's in the area, please, please come say hello. It's at the Hilton. And uh, on May 5th, I'm going to be at Frank and Son uh, show in the City of Industry, right here in California. So I just wanted to mention those two things because uh, I'm excited and I'm looking forward and I'd love to see some uh, some of my friends there.
1: We're going to make sure that we get those dates and addresses out there so that folks can check you out. Jackie, I can't believe that we're out of time. I want to thank you again so much for being here and for celebrating our birthdays together.
0: Uh dad thank you have a have a wonderful birthday i know you will
1: you've I'm got going a to do lot of best. people who
0: love you and uh-huh. are thinking of you and surrounding you and and um, i'm looking forward to a wonderful actually it's a, it's a long birthday cuz it's kind of since it's friday it starts and it goes until you know <laughs> all yeah. next week and that's wonderful so happy happy to you
1: and happy birthday to you too and i want to thank everybody who was a part of today's show my mom the callers everyone out there on twitter Of course, a special thank you to everyone out there who listened to today's show. But if you missed any part of the show or you want to hear it again, you can check out this show and other episodes of Soap Central Live, including Jackie's other appearances back in 2010 and 2011 at SoapCentral.com slash radio. Uh, they are all free. You can download them, listen to them on demand anytime you want. I'd say that it's a birthday present from Jackie and myself to you guys, but they're free every day of the year. So that would not necessarily be the truth. Uh, we're going to go and slice up a piece of ice cream cake now. So hopefully I'll be able to pry myself away in time for next week's show, which of course is every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Hope everyone out there has a great week and we'll see you back here next Friday for the continuing saga of Soap Central Live.
3: Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.